1: Hello and welcome to Woodman Corner, the West Bromwich Albion podcast that has had time to ponder on it and doesn't miss Alan Pardew one tiny little bit. Uh, I'm Graham Brown and uh, today is all about Mick McCarthy, the current favourite to be the next Al- uh, manager of the Albion. Um, we're going to have an examination of Mad Mick through um, several routes. Um, Later on, I'm going to speak to an Ipswich Town fan, uh, Darren Campbell, who uh, who has some interesting things to say about him. But I'm sat here now with the very first ever Wolves fan to be on Woodman Corner, Scott Edwards. How are you?
0: Yeah, I could be better. I could not be on the uh, West Bromwich podcast.
1: But, uh, <laughs> uh, well, well, we'll be uh, we'll be kind to you. But um, but while you are here, do you remember when we beat you five one?
0: Uh, of course, I do. Davis. That was funny, wasn't
1: it? And what about that time where, where we went to uh, Wolves and beat you three 0 and Kamara uh,
0: trounced you, Watdelewi? That was funny, wasn't it? Yeah. But do you remember Stephen Fletcher and uh that three one victory at Wolves as well? Do you remember
1: that yeah, one? Yeah, no, 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 not, not so much. <laughs> I think what's <laughs> important did. to reflect on is that when when everything was even and we and neither of us were a Chinese person's plaything we were significantly better than you. That's the point I would
0: make. Yeah, but we all know he's going to be playing Premier League football next season. Don't all we? right, yeah,
1: less of that. Probably the Championship is the place to be. <laughs> um, so, uh, Mick McCarthy, you've uh, you, you followed Wolves throughout the McCarthy era. Uh, he's yeah. now the favourite to become the next Albion manager. Uh, he's not necessarily someone who's been wildly popular with Albion fans in the past.
0: Uh, what you got to say about him? I think he would be a great choice for the Albion. I know Albion fans are always going to be um, skeptical about it, as obviously he was a former Wolves man. Um, not many have made that divide that that jump between Wolves and Albion. So when you think about that, it's kind of uh, the point where you think, would it be a good move to do that nowadays? Mm-hmm. I think that in the Championship, he would be the best choice for Albion on a budget, on a shoestring budget. He's been proven to be able to. Uh, turn amazing things around with the club. I mean, he went down to uh, non-league football for Wolves and brought through the likes of Michael Coitley from Graves Athletic. Of course, yeah. He was, he was nobody uh, before uh, Wolves got a hold of him. And Mick McCarthy managed to turn him into this absolute powerhouse winger that was just... Absolutely flying, and got us. It really helps us get uh, get us promoted in that two thousand nine, two thousand ten season.
1: Did a similar thing with Tyrone Mings at, uh, at Ipswich as well. Actually, I mean that's that's an interesting point. So what about. I mean, I, I think the the major characteristic characteristic of the next Albi manager is going to be twofold. Really, it's going to be a hell of a lot of recruitment after all the players leave, and it's going to be um, kind of restoring order to a squad that's kind of lost uh, lost a certain amount of its um, control to those two points then uh squad building what did he what did he prove at wolves
0: uh, just, I just said 2009 2010 it was 2008 2009 um, we, we were the, better than you then were, were <laughs> um squad building he he's he's definitely somebody um he got rid of a lot of dead weight uh when he took over at wolves mm-hmm. um so if you were if anybody at Albion was worrying about the fact that uh, you know that we're going to have to get rid of players before we can bring players in uh, I think that is going to do that no no problem whatsoever and he's going he's gonna to focus on the youth product as well I think he'll probably get them playing and saying look you've got a chance to break through under me you've, you've got a chance to prove it Yeah, uh, he's, he was very proactive with that at Wolves and I think he would be um, again if he's got a decent team to work with and I think he would at Albion I think the youth programme at Albion is definitely one that really makes any other team in the Championship, it will make them make a water. Yeah,
1: I think it's a really interesting point in that yeah, Field and uh, Lico and Harper and so on, so you think he'd be the right kind of
0: manager to bring them through? Yeah, definitely, if you think that your youngsters need a chance, then Mick McCarthy will be the person to bring those through.
1: And what about, obviously, the, the next manager of the Albion will be categorised as Pardew was by not being Tony Pulis, and I guess there's a lot of fear that McCarthy's kind of a pragmatic manager that plays football a certain way. What was the kind of football you were watching? Was it part, Was it esque or is that is that going too far? It,
0: if, if you had to compare it to any manager in uh, Albion's recent history, I'd say it is more than likely Pulis-esque. Right. So you wouldn't be seeing like fantastic football like we're seeing at the moment at the moment. <laughs> um, but <laughs> but like, regardless of that, to get you back into the Premier League, I think he'd be the guy to do it. If not in the first season, definitely in the second season. And that's that's a big claim, but I feel that he definitely would because I think the problem that he had at Ipswich is the fact that, OK, he, this is a manager that can work on a shoestring budget, mm-hmm. but his shoestring just wasn't large enough at, yeah. uh, at Portman Road. So as far as I'm concerned, if you gave him the budget um, which would be significantly larger at Albion than he was when he was at Wolves, for instance... I don't think you'd have a problem I don't think you'd have a problem I think you'd be able to uh, bring in unknown players uh, turn them into fantastic powerhouses and then just like evolve your youth team into being somebody that the Premier League will eventually just look at and just go oh crikey we missed them a few years ago when we could have had them at uh, a young age Um you know, they'll they'll be a brilliant force for you to start off the um they'll be hungry as well. They'll be hungry and that's what we saw when Wolves first got promoted. They were they were yeah. hungry and they really, really wanted to, to go out the Premier League and we did it for two seasons. And I just think that um obviously there was a few decisions behind the scenes whether Mick McCarthy would take charge in that final season at Wolves. And I think he became a little bit disheartened with the fact that his future was in question at the end of that second season of us being promoted from the 2008-2009 season. So, um, thinking about that, I think that was probably his day in fall at Wolves, is the fact that he knew that he probably wasn't going to be wanted. Kind of, his attitude towards being Ipswich manager now, he knows that he's leaving at the end of the season, so he might as well just look elsewhere. And he's probably starting to lose faith, as anybody would with any other job. You know, if you were told that you were getting sacks at the end of the week, I'm pretty sure you wouldn't be performing your best throughout that week. Nobody would So I think it's
1: interesting You've obviously got a real Kind of soft spot for him really. I wonder if McCarthy's Is probably to you What Megson is to some Albion fans really A guy who kind of put An era of underperforming Out of the way And, and, and you know, got him back To the top flight I guess that, that's how you've seen In Wolverhampton
0: Well yeah I do I think it's because um, I started following football at quite a late age um, I actually started supporting Wolves during just as Dave Jones left and it was Glenn Hoddle then mm-hmm. so you can imagine what season that was like so um, to see Wolves turned around and have such a long term manager in Mick McCarthy Mick McCarthy has been the longest serving manager uh, since I've been like following and supporting Wolves yeah. so I'm definitely going to have a soft spot for him because he's, he's, he's the longest serving manager that we've we've had now looking at um, Wolves and obviously under Nuno I think that Nuno's quickly got up there in one season for me yes um, it's just the, the style of football the, the, how fast paced it is and it's beautiful football which is more opinion. Like alright let it pass
1: Yeah. so, 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 so we've got a Wolves sign here we might, we might as well ask you some some, uh, some questions Neves is he already better than Paul Scholes oh, no uh, Nuno already better than Alex Ferguson no, how long did it take before you win the Champions League?
0: Champions League, uh, oh, no, I can't, I can't <laughs> talk like that. I've always prided myself on being a realistic Wolves fan, and well, the ha- they need one. They, they, I feel that the club um, is one of those where you can get those fans where. They get really, really excited and think, "Oh, yeah, we are going to win the Premier League next season." I would probably, I'm um, always been that person that's always been a little bit sceptical. Mm-hmm. Probably a virgin on that. If I say I'm a realistic Wolves fan, it's just we never do anything the easy way. So, uh, as as that huge point like loss that we've had this season, um, we've we were storming away with it. We could have won it by now, really, um, if we didn't lose the, a few games. Those slip up at those uh, draws as well. So. Okay. You know, I think we could have we could have had done dusty by now, but we haven't. We fell back into the race, and now we're starting to pull away again. <laughs> yeah. So we have do it the easy way. And I, don't, I don't, don't think I don't think if we are challenging for a Champions League spot, um, it won't be for a, a few seasons yet, and that depends on whether obviously we can't attract big names
1: well I've been to Wolverhampton so I can imagine that's going to be something of a problem but uh, anyway Scott thank you for, uh, for joining us and becoming the first
0: uh, first uh, uh, Wolf
1: fan on uh, on the Woodburn Corner podcast if, if it could be anyone it would be you and, uh, and we appreciate it uh, just before we go on to our next segment which is to talk to Darren Campbell who's an Ipswich fan uh, I'm going to make a return to our uh, regular feature of all the things I like about Alan Pardew <laughs> Okay, so I hope you enjoyed that. Um, And now over to Darren Campbell. Okay, so I'm on now with uh, Ipswich Town fan Darren Campbell. Darren, thanks for joining us on Woodman Corner. That's all right. Um, So, uh, Mick McCarthy is currently the favourite to be the next Albion manager. Were you an Albion fan, given you've had um, years of experience of his management? Would you be pleased about that?
2: Um, Well, I think... In the situation that Albion are in, um, I think he'd be, he'd be a, good, a good appointment. Um, bearing in mind, you know, he's, he's got a record of sort of firefighting teams that have been in trouble. Um, he certainly proved that at, at uh, Ipswich, and um, you know, there are various times that he's sort of uh, turned teams around, and uh, in, in, in cases he's gone promoted back to uh, back to the Premier League. So uh, I think he'll he, he, he hopefully be uh, hopefully be the right sort of fit. Um, how I feel if I was an Albion fan about him being Wolves manager, I don't quite know. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I mean, he's fairly like, universally known as, uh, as Mad Mick in the area. And obviously, um, and he, he's sort of probably, you know, amongst Albion fans, known for a time when Albion fairly resoundingly gave walls of pasting uh, all the time. But, I mean, what did he do at Ipswich? What state were you in when he got there? What state does he leave? And, you know, is it, on the face of it, it seems to me like Ipswich have, relatively speaking, trodden water in, the t- in his time there. Would that be unfair? Um, well, I, I
2: think the thing is, when he, when he first arrived, I think it was probably the biggest mess that he's had to deal with in the, when, you, when you think about Sunderland and Wolves and the position they were in. When he took over at Ipswich, um, we were five points adrift at the bottom of the championship and looking dead certain to go down into League One. Um, and he managed to not only sort of turn that team around, but he, he, he got them pushing to the top half and then, and then managed to get us into the playoffs by uh, two years later. I mean, it's a heck of a job, really, on one Oh, yeah.
1: I think that'll terrify a lot of uh, of listeners because obviously we've gone through two or three years of Tony Pulis and I mean Tony Pulis makes Mick McCarthy look like Pep Guardiola, but um, but kind of a kind of a concern to Albion fans to uh, to hear that I guess. I mean, so so what kind of football? When you say that, is it what long ball? Is it um, set piece reliant? Is it negative? What 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 specifically kind of football does he serve up at, at Ipswich?
2: of the defence, um, making it difficult to break down, making it difficult for the opposition to play. And when when he first arrived, that was brilliant. It was the perfect firefighting strategy. The defence was actually about as reliable as I think I've ever seen it uh, in the time that, that Taylor had been in the Championship. And um, it worked not it wonders for turning things around, but then when you're trying to push on, you need to be that bit more adventurous. I think the, the, the problem for Mick is that the strategy generally has always Seize the initiative and get get the first goal and that sort of thing, rather than just trying to restrict how the opposition play. Um, so it, it depends. I think often has been. The-
1: Yeah, well, that's really really interesting. Just, just finally, what, what about recruitment? Every time there, He's obviously the longest-serving championship manager. He's had the time time to buy quite a few players. Is he is he a squad builder? As he as he, he, how would you categorise the the level of uh, of, of um, return you've got from the from the money he's spent and the players he's brought in? I think
2: I mean he's, he's on, on the budget that we're on, which is one of the smallest in the championship. I think he's done brilliantly well. Um, I mean the time that we made the playoffs back in 2015, the squad that he assembled there, the whole first team squad, he'd not paid more than 110000 for the entire team, <laughs> which is a, a, a remarkable
1: achievement. We've got, players, uh, that I, we've got players that earning more than that in a week.
2: His services from non-league, so he's got that ability to pick up gems for almost nothing. Um, I think he has had a few sort of hits and misses. There have been a few guys who've who've come in, and to be honest. Bit further
1: with it. Um, Darren, th- thank. you. I think that. that's really interesting. Actually, it's probably pro- probably made me slightly more optimistic about the idea of it potentially being him. In that we probably are a crisis team at the moment. We need a lot of recruitment, and um, and you know sometimes it's the right moment for the right person. Maybe, maybe it might be the right time time for a uh, for a bit of mad Mick at the Albion now. Um, thank you. Thanks for joining us on Woodman Corner. We really appreciate that, Derek. Thank you to both of our guests this week. Um. Uh, you'll note that we spent almost zero time uh, talking about uh, about the the new dawn that uh, that came after Alan Page's departure on the weekend. Uh, I mean, I, was, uh, I, I took in the Swansea game, I think there's quite a lot of um, social media excitement that was far more to do with the, uh, the name of the person in the manager dugout than it was the performance on the pitch, really. It remained the case that we didn't beat a pretty average team and that we um, threw away another lead, so... Uh, f- for that reason, I thought I'd spend very little time on this week's Woodman Corner, uh, relay, uh, relaying it. Maybe if we're going Smash man United we might actually talk about uh, the the football on the pitch. But uh, but maybe that's for another day. Let's say in the meantime, as I keep saying, uh, if you if you like our podcast, please do get in touch. Let us know why. If you don't, let us know how to make it better. And if you fancy coming on, please get hold of me, Graham underscore Brown on twitter Uh, thank you for joining us this week if uh, if anything happens with the manager search if we recruit anyone new which I don't think we will then we'll uh, we'll break out and uh, if not come and join us again next week